0: But it's been a huge blessing to know music and have the ability to play something, but also transmit the, the message of the gospel, the message of hope to people all over the world.
1: Welcome to the Jesus Storybook Bible Podcast, a place where we remind you that grace can rewrite any story, that hope shines a light through our darkest moments, and that God's love changes lives. Here's your host, New York Times bestselling author, Sally Lloyd-Jones Hello, I'm Sally Lloyd-Jones, author of the Jesus Storybook Bible, which tells the story of God's never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love. Welcome to the show. Today we're talking about loving our neighbour and how to do that and what language has to do with it. Fun fact, first of all, Speaking of languages, did you know that the Jesus Storybook Bible has now been translated into over 66 languages? Isn't that amazing? And the most exciting thing about that is that children now can hear the story of God's love for them in their own tongue. That is something very powerful. But back to the subject of loving our neighbour. God is the one who thought of that first, of course. In the story of Jonah, who, by the way, definitely did not love his neighbour, We learn that God wanted Jonah to go to Nineveh and tell the Ninevites this wonderful message. Quote, you have run far away from me, but I can't stop loving you. And tell the Ninevites this wonderful message. You have run far from me, but I can't stop loving you. I will give you a new start. I will forgive you. But Jonah didn't want to because those Ninevites were his worst enemies. So Jonah buys a ticket to not Nineveh runs away, until God sends a storm and a big fish after him, and eventually he does do what God asks. I finish that story in the Jesus Storybook Bible with this paragraph. Many years later, God was going to send another messenger with the same wonderful message. Like Jonah, he would spend three days in utter darkness, but this messenger would be God's own son. He would be called the word Because he himself would be God's message. God's message translated into our own language. Everything God wanted to say to the whole world in a person. God has spoken to us in his son so we could know him, so we could understand, so we could believe how much God loves us. Our guest today believes learning someone's language is a powerful way to love your neighbor. Award-winning, billboard-topping, singer-songwriter, Evan Kraft, records albums in Spanish and English. His songs break down barriers and build bridges between two cultures and touch many lives. Growing up, many of his neighbors were Latino. So, at the age of 15, driven by a desire to love his neighbors as himself, Evan learned Spanish so he could connect with his neighbors and share the uplifting messages of love and hope and build community. Kraft has become a welcomed artist in the Latino community and has become one of the most successful artists in Latin music today. He's loved not only for his authentic music, but for the actions behind his words. He has raised over a quarter of a million dollars for the homeless mission he founded in Los Angeles called Mi Casa L.A. His goal from boyhood was to quote, sing in someone's heart language. How beautiful to sing in someone's heart language. His passion, his humility, his authenticity and generosity and his commitment to make a difference in a hurting world is inspiring. I can't wait for you to hear from him. So without further ado, please welcome my friend and now yours, Evan Kraft.
0: My name is Evan Kraft and I've had an incredible privilege of learning spanish and being a worship and ccm recording artist in latin america and recently moved to nashville and was able to record music and do it in english my native language again and so i live in houston texas i'm part of a church called hosanna woodlands and my wife and i are expecting our first child so we're very excited both of my parents did music in our church. And so I, I loved it. I, I watched them growing up and I had this weird like, fascination with languages. I saw a lot of people doing like, in our church. They had sign language interpretation for the, the message and, and worship. And I, I remember just being a kid and, and fixating on that. I'd started leading worship when I was 13 in our middle school group in the band and it just never stopped. And it, it was crazy to just see that Some of the things that I really loved, ministry, music, and missions, all fused together in something that, you know, I could, I was able to go to so many different countries in little towns in Nicaragua and Mexico and Argentina. One of the craziest things was the realization of the dynamics between the U.S. and Latin America. In Houston, 60% of people are Latino. In California, I think it's 38 or 37. So there's so many Latinos that were around me. When you love somebody as yourself, you wanna be able to connect with them. And that's what was going through my head, strangely enough, at 15. And that was what kind of drove me to learn Spanish. I could love my neighbors myself. And being able to sing in in someone's heart language is is very powerful. But It was something that God was putting on my heart for people and that's how this song, Todo la Sarviana Be right, came about. We finished it in Spanish first, and it was a huge success. And I realized, wow, this would be a blessing to people that speak English as well. And so I rewrote it in English. And so it wasn't, it's not a translation. It's like a trans-creation that, you know, I'm, I'm taking something from one area and doing it again in someone else's heart language, but it's also been powerful to see people who have suffered from cancer, lost a child, been through so much in Latin America, connect with this song, but also people from Australia, people from England, people from the US that don't speak Spanish connecting with Be All Right. It's opened up my eyes to see what God could really do with abilities, languages, talents and more than anything, obedience. I just released a song called Mazrico del Mundo, means the richest man in the world. And I think I fight with this achievement mentality of like, I want to go and do things and do more and help more people. But the song is about not comparing yourself to other people, that who you are in Christ. And it says, there's a thief that comes and tries to steal my joy, comparing me to others who have more. But... The treasures that I have in store aren't made from silver or gold. I sometimes just put it on to remind me that, you know, whether my events have 500 people, 200 people, 10,000 people, like I want to be obedient to God and I want to have eyes to see the blessings that he's given me. My dad started a homeless shelter when I was 15 and I've seen people in some of their best days and in some of their worst days. and. You know, we're doing events called Good Neighbor Nights, where we are raising money for homeless shelters with, you know, the intent of getting the church connected with local rescue missions. And so we want the church to say, hey, we're the people that you can lean on. We're the people that when there's a problem, we're the first to respond because of God's love. I can't sing it if, if I don't live it. And so I'm really excited because we have events across the West Coast in, in cities that are really hurting. People are living on the streets and we have an opportunity to get the church motivated and being able to give them a hand up is what my dad says, not a hand out. Helping them get on their feet, giving them food, letting them know that someone is there for you. You're not alone. I know what God has done in my life. I know the peace that goes beyond understanding. I know the joy that what I just said can't be stolen. You know, I want my daughter to know that. We want our daughter to love the Lord with all of her heart, soul, mind, and strength. To have a tool, have a book that helps communicate who Jesus is to people and, and in a way that kids can understand, that is absolutely incredible. I'm not as much the planner, as my wife is but that's something that we really want to emphasize we've been singing promises over her we want to make sure that we're instilling god's love in her and letting her know who god is this is a passage from the jesus storybook bible called going home from the ascension from matthew 28 mark 16 luke 24 john 14 Jesus said, I am the savior and the rescuer of the world. And they knew because he couldn't stay dead because Jesus had come alive again, that somehow everything would be all right. A few days later, as they walked together, Jesus told his friends, it's time for me to go home to my father. They all looked worried. And then they remembered what Jesus had told them before he died. There's a place for you. I'll get it ready. Jesus had said, you know the way. Thomas had panicked. I don't know the way to get there. Yes, you do, Jesus had said. I am the way and the truth and the life. When at last they reached the top of the highest hill near Jerusalem, Jesus turned to them and said, Go everywhere and tell everyone the happy news.
1: You can get the Jesus Storybook Bible wherever books are sold. To find out more about the book and all of Sally's other books, please visit Sally at sallylloyd-jones.com. And follow her on Instagram at Jones and at jesus underscore storybook underscore bible. Before we go, don't forget, God loves you with a never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love.